0: Hello and welcome to this episode of AV Radio series for Black History Month, highlighting influential Black artists. My name's Nina Mutadot and today I'll be talking to you about Jordan Peele, an actor, comedian, and filmmaker. Peel was born in new york city where he was raised by his mother he attended sarah lawrence university where he joined an improv group he loved the experience so much that it led to him dropping out in order to pursue comedy soon after he joined boom chicago an international creative group and it was performing that he met keegan michael key The two would go on to be featured in Fox's Mad TV, before founding the comedy show Key & Peele in 2009. The hilarious show, which ran until 2006, earned two primetime Emmys, with the duo doing everything from their President Obama anger translator skit, which made a cameo in the 2015 White House Correspondents' Dinner, to their viral substitute teacher sketch. But beyond his work as an actor and comedian, Peel is well known for his work directing the horror film Get Out, which was released in 2017. Get Out follows Chris Washington, an African American man who is meeting his white girlfriend's family for the first time before things start to take a turn for the worse. This jump in Peel's career from comedy to horror might seem out of place to some, but in actuality, it isn't quite so unexpected, especially with the subject matter of the movie itself. After all, Jordan Peele himself has said that to him, comedy and horror are two sides of the same coin. They both rely on the same devices, the setup of a scenario, the rising tension with the buildup, and finally, the reveal. They're both intended to provoke something in the audience, whether that's laughter or screams. And they're both incredible tools to dive into the issues our society faces, something Peel had experience with from his time on Key and Peel, where the duo would use humor to tackle issues of race. And Peel continued this social commentary as he went about writing Get Out, in specific, drawing inspiration from both Rosemary's Baby and the Stepford Wives two films that specifically focus on gender inequality and can be categorized under the genre of a social thriller, where the monster you're supposed to be afraid of is an aspect of our society itself. Peele took inspiration from these films to send his own message in Get Out, this time about race. The film itself explores different types of racism, but one of the most prominent in the film, which Peele takes special care to highlight, are what are sometimes called microaggressions. In a Vox article, psychologist Daryl W. Sue defines these as, quote, the everyday slights, indignities, put-downs, and insults that people of color, women, LGBT populations, or those who are marginalized experience in their day-to-day interactions with people. The reason this is so important is because it's much more emblematic of what minorities face in today's world and simultaneously, the kind most dismissed by the public, which makes them all the more dangerous. As Sue puts it, these are the comments that come from, quote, educators, employers, healthcare providers, those who are unaware of their biases. We can see an example of this in the I2M Harvard campaign, where students shared microaggressions from their own pasts. For instance, one African-American student included how an old friend had commented, You're so lucky to be Black, so easy to get into college. Now, on the surface, to some, this might seem like a genuinely friendly remark with no bad intentions behind it. But regardless of that, dismissing the racism and hardships African-Americans face is inexcusable and harmful. Or take another comment with a microaggression from that project. You don't sound Black, you sound smart. Regardless of what the person saying this might've meant, it is completely degrading. In Get Out, Peel highlights just how disturbing these comments are, drawing an uncomfortable feeling from the audience regardless of their race, as Chris is forced to politely smile through insulting comment after comment because of how they're delivered as compliments. After we witness Chris endure these casual slights from the entire family, Hearing the white father remark that he's not racist because he, he would have voted for Obama if he could have again is almost comedic in its absurdity. Peale's work in revealing the unsettling and humiliating nature of these comments while stripping away the excuses made for that behavior is an important step in translating the real-life experiences of minorities facing racism onto the screen. And this incredible work for Get Out was most definitely recognized, with the film winning the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay, nominations for Best Picture and Best Director, and contributing to Jordan Peele's placement on the annual Times list of the world's 100 most influential people. With this momentum behind him, audiences were thrilled about his next directorial production, Us, which came out in 2019. This stemmed from a problem that Peel had noticed in film, and that many different minority groups have faced in the past. Often films about these groups center around their struggles, and while it is vital we tell those stories, there's also something to be said about having a film where one's story isn't reduced to one aspect of their struggles. For instance, there are many films where a character with a disability has their main story arc centered around overcoming the challenges that come with it, or where a character in the LGBTQ community comes out and faces all that follows that. Again, the problem isn't with displaying the struggles these communities face on screen, because that is an important part of educating audiences and accurately representing these groups. The problem is when that is the only narrative these characters are allowed to have. When they aren't allowed to have their own wants or goals outside of their minority. In this case, this horror movie does center around an african-american family, and even touches on class issues and inequality. But beyond that, they're just a family, they don't have to fight against racism or slavery. They're allowed to have their own unique narrative and personality, including their race, But not being limited to that. In Jordan Peele's own words, he had never seen a horror movie like that, where there was an African-American family that just is. And in working to solve this problem, he created an absolutely thrilling narrative that audiences adored. With two amazing films and more under his belt, what work does Jordan Peele have in store for the future? Well, for one, he's continuing his work hosting and producing CBS's revival of The Twilight Zone, a classic anthology series that's very much in his line of work, using suspense and plot twists to make comments about our society. Peel is also in the process of creating another film, Candyman, set to release later this year, and has other plans in the works as well, such as being part of producing a remake of the comedy horror film, The People Under the Stairs. In one interview, he commented that he's been working on these premises about different social demons, innately human monsters that are woven into the fabric of how we think and interact, and that each one of his movies is going to be about a different one of those social demons. Jordan Peele has left a great mark on both the comedy and horror genre. And regardless of what he pursues, audiences are sure to have a fun surprise. That's all we have for this episode on Jordan Peele, but we hope that you check out the other episodes we have on our series for Black History Month, where we highlight influential Black artists. I'm Nina Moutarot, and thank you so much for listening.